Hello and welcome to Plants and Things. My name is Katie and I am a hobbyist gardener. We talk about all things plants, specifically vegetable, fruit, and flower gardening, and occasionally foraging. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. If you've been with me since the beginning, thank you for sticking with me. Last week we talked about composting. Hopefully you got enough information to start composting yourself. If you have started, let me know how it's going. Now that we have talked about composting, seed starting, garden planning, and everything to prepare you to get planting this spring and summer, let's talk about things to look for in your plants that could be a sign of nutrient deficiencies and toxicities. I mentioned previously that you should get a soil test, and I'm going to recommend that again because that will help give you a head start on amending any deficiencies before it can cause a symptom in your plants. Moreover, it also helps you know what your soil pH is, and that's super important because every plant likes a different soil pH. For example, blueberries prefer acidic soil, which I don't have, so I amend mine with pine needles to make the soil more acidic as the needles or as the pine needles start to break down and decompose into the soil. However, even with a soil test, you may start to notice symptoms of nutrient toxicity or deficiencies in your plants, and it's important to be able to tell what's happening so you can fix it and make your plants happy again. If this is the first time that you're hearing about deficiencies and toxicities, you may be wondering what that even means. Uh, And that's totally okay. Whenever I first learned about that, I was too. I was like, toxicity, can there really be too much of a good thing? And there can be. So nutrient toxicity happens when plants have too much of a specific kind of nutrient. And sometimes they can even experience multiple toxicities at the same time especially if they've been over fertilized, which it can be difficult to determine the root cause of their symptoms, uh, especially because so many deficiencies and toxicities present the same symptoms or very similar symptoms. The same thing can happen um, when they are under fertilized and have multiple deficiencies. It can be very difficult to determine the root cause because a lot of them will present in things like yellowing leaves. Um, So some common symptoms that you'll be looking for is yellowing leaves, stunted growth, and even burnt looking leaves. However, there are things that can mimic the appearance of a deficiency like overwatering, underwatering, a drought, disease, and even certain pests. I will definitely go over plant management, or not plant, sorry, pest management soon, so that will hopefully help when you're trying to determine if you have a pest problem or a nutrient problem. Now, I understand it can be very confusing at first, and it may take a bit for you to get used to diagnosing what's wrong with your plants, but there are a ton of tools at your disposal to help, and sometimes trial and error is what even experienced gardeners have to do. Um, just to figure out what's going on. For example, if you if there's yellowing leaves and you think that it may be because they're being overwatered, trying to water them a little bit less and track when you're watering them can be a good way to determine if that is what's causing your problem or if it's something else. 
So whenever you're thinking that you've noticed uh, some symptoms and you're wondering what's going on, some things to take note of is like what the symptoms are. Uh, are there yellowing leaves? Does it have stunted growth? Does it have burnt tips or spots? Are the leaves dead? And even noticing how the fruit production in your plants are doing or the flower production. That can be a really good indicator of if something's wrong, if you have reduced production of fruit or reduced production of flowers, depending on what kind of plant that you have. Another thing to take note of is where is it happening on the plant? Is it the new leaves, the old leaves, or maybe even both? If it is the new leaves, that means that you have an immobile nutrient deficiency, meaning that nutrients will not move from old growth to new growth when they are running low on the nutrients. An example of an immobile nutrient would be zinc and copper. Mobile nutrients will present in older leaves because those nutrients will move to new leaves and when the nutrients are low. So nitrogen is a great example of a nutrient that presents this way. So nitrogen, if you are looking at like, for example, a tomato plant that is uh, presenting like yellowing leaves and like reduced fruit production, if you no notice that the older leaves are turning yellow while the newer leaves are looking green and healthy, that may be a uh, sign of nitrogen deficiency. A lot of um, the toxicities and deficiencies will present in the same way. So for example, like nitrogen and phosphorus, they both cause stunted leaf growth um, and dark green leaves and reduced yields whenever they are at toxic levels for plants. Most of the um, the toxicities will cause stunted growth. Um, I will go ahead and let you know, which seems odd. You would think if it has too much of a good thing, why wouldn't it like grow more? That's a good question. If you have the answer, let me know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, a lot of them have like the same um, the things. So like magnesium, potassium, uh, calcium deficient or toxicities, they'll cause like yellowing leaves. Uh, calcium toxicity will actually cause the leaves to die and cause poor fruit quality. Iron toxicity will actually cause leaves to look like a bronze color. It'll also cause uh, leaf death and reduced growth. Uh, zinc toxicity, that's another one that causes yellowing. The leaves will drop off though, so that would be a good indicator of um, toxicity. Toxic levels in zinc would be whenever the leaves drop off, reduced growth, um, and then some things to keep in mind whenever your plants are looking um, like more like they have a deficiency. So things to keep in mind. So whereas in uh, nitrogen toxicity, nitrogen deficiency would present more of um, a slow growth, yellowing of leaves, and stunted development. So if you notice that in your um, plant, that's a good sign that it's a nitrogen deficient plant. Um, so a lot of them will present in like yellowing of leaves, dead leaves, things like that. So 
one thing that I did notice recently was whenever you have a phosphorus deficiency, it, the leaves can turn kind of like a purplish color. I had that happen in my own garden and I added some phosphorus and that really helped. So some things that you can do to see like if you do have a deficiency or toxicity would be to take your soil to get tested again once you notice that problem or take the like a, a, a tissue sample of the plant itself to get tested and see if you have any deficiencies or toxicities. Uh, we do have a local extension office. Um, your local extension office may offer that or you may have a lab or a college that may be able to help or maybe you have the lab equipment yourself if you are a scientist, which would be pretty cool. Um, I would love to have that set up. Uh, so if you do, let me know and uh, I would love to make that. But that's just something that you can do to see like what's going on with your plants, some things to keep in mind and look for, dead leaves, yellowing leaves, um, even purplish leaves. So what I would recommend if, if your plant is looking like it has really dark leaves and it looks like it's healthy but it's stunted or the fruit and flower production isn't what you would expect it to be, then I would recommend stop for like stopping fertilization and getting it tested. Um, that way, if it is at toxic levels, you won't be adding to the problem and making it worse. Uh, if it's looking like it's deficient, like it has yellowing leaves, um, stunted growth, um, things like that, then I would recommend um, getting it tested to see if you need to start fertilizing uh, something specific. Maybe it's something that you haven't thought of, like boron. Um, but a lot of times, gardeners have found, like, like I've found, uh, following the directions on, like, a compost or um, a fertilizer really helps uh, in reducing any chances of me over fertilizing or even under fertilizing. Um, but I hope that this helps. Um, and that your garden hopefully that won't have any of these problems. Uh, fingers crossed, knocked on wood. Uh, thank you so much for listening and I look forward to chatting with you more about beginner gardening topics in the next couple of weeks. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who can benefit from it, please follow and share this podcast. It really helps me reach those who may enjoy my podcast and I really appreciate it whenever you do that. I look forward to chatting with you next week and happy planting. Bye for now.